This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Welcome to the Nakuda podcast for Parshas Emor. Uh, Parshas Emor is a continuation of the theme of Kedusha. Uh, we're talking mainly about uh, the laws regarding Kohanim, uh, kind of miscellaneous laws, quite a number of them. We also have a uh, summary of the, uh, you know, quite quite briefly of the, you know, Toivim, including Sviros Oimer, which we're in the middle of now. Um, and uh, I wanted to touch on a point which I think is significant, uh, especially today, even though obviously the Kohanim have a much different uh, role today than they once did uh, in the times of the Chumash, uh, in the times of Bissamikdash. Um, the Kohanim were the major uh, leaders of uh, the you know the major religious leaders they were the ones who uh, not only had you know officiated at all kinds of um, events and led all kinds of things they also were the teachers they were primarily uh, responsible for <clears throat> for teaching and pasketing halachas and everything. they were really the rabbanim as well as being uh, from you know for for a long period of time as well as being the uh, the priests i mean the ones who were officiating in, you know doing the kabbanas and taking care of all kinds of things like saras and uh, all these uh, different kinds of functions that only they could do so anyway today of course you know the the kohanim are much different and we uh, although we we honor them in various ways uh and there's still things like pidina ben and stuff like that that they officiate at there's much much fewer responsibilities but what i wanted to get down to here is simply a concept of um what we value in society uh there's a principle that we we have um which is something called uh, pasule edus. There's an idea of people that are considered uh, invalid for bringing testimony in a court of law. Um, and those that are apostle, uh, uh, they're, they're considered you know, disqualified from bringing edus, um, includes categories like what they call Mafriche Yoinim and 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 Masachim Bekubia, which are terms for gambling. And one of the main reasons that's given why these people are considered psule edus is because they're not doing anything to really contribute to the economy or to the society. It's it's kind of outside of the society. There's no practical uh, advantage to doing that kind of thing in in a, a society. It's it's considered to you know gambling itself is considered to be somewhat immoral, uh, and it's certainly not something that a productive member of a society is busy with because it doesn't add any real value. So 
we often look at people, you know, those that are looking from this perspective, look at certain types of uh, preoccupations, things that, you know, or occupations, people, things that people do for panasa, for, for, you know, for a living, that are kind of outside of the, the, the realm of, of, of necessity, and they're considered to be kind of um, not really work, not really something that's benefiting society, uh, and especially in, in more secular circles, um, they could, you know, on the one hand, they can look at uh, people who are going to university, maybe even perpetual students who are, or professors that are just learning some kind of esoteric thing that doesn't really uh, seem to be benefiting society particularly, but that's considered to be a, um, you know, a justifiable and even honorable thing to do is to be, you know, involved in academics. But when they look at somebody that's uh, involved in, in a religious pursuit, like a koilil yigaman or something like that, Somebody that is uh, involved in, in in serving Hashem uh, full time, um, as opposed to working a job, so they can be uh, given less honor, less covered because because they're it's considered to be less valuable to society in their view because they don't see that that's it's really contributing anything. On the other hand, for example, uh, you can look at at uh, celebrities and entertainers and people like that also are, are very honored in society and they make lots of money and uh, nothing is you know considered to be wrong with them in secular circles. Whereas again, you know, you talk about uh, people that unless you're mamish or rabbi, that's that's uh, uh, that's serving a community. If you're simply involved in studying or uh, in, in, in serving Hashem a whole day, that could be considered to be and an being and supported by society to do that. That can, that's considered to be somewhat, uh, you know, reprehensible. It's not, not considered to be honorable at all. Um, so a lot of it has to do with what we consider to be valuable. What is really adding? to value in the society. If you're just doing something which is producing some kind of a product, you know, you're, you're, you're involved in food production on some level or you're uh, dealing with public utilities or, you know, you're, you're even cleaning the streets. I mean, you're doing something that's supposedly benefiting society in terms of, you know, survival, uh, uh, improving the quality of life, that kind of thing. That's considered to be honorable. But uh, other things that seem to be... Um, uh, we don't see the direct advantage to you know the everyday life. That's considered to be less uh, something that's less desirable. So when we talk about the idea of kohanim, so kohanim were really uh, involved in you know they they weren't even in the besmikdash all the time. They kind of. Took, there was a certain rotation system, and you know they took time off, and at the same time they were supported by society. They were given the tithes, you know, the, the uh, mysus and, and uh, uh, both the, both the Kohanim and the Livium, because they were considered to be um, servants of Hashem. They were full time, you know, involved in serving Hashem. And it, it, they were just available for whatever task was was necessary. They weren't all of them were you know, probably only spent a very uh, relatively small part of their time in the Bismikdish itself, actually offering kabbonis. They were available for public service types of things that were necessary, but they also probably were spending a great deal of time just just uh, you know studying and, and and you know learning and and and, and uh, uh, participating in in serving Hashem and whatever you know capacity was necessary and, and whatever they were doing. So. It wasn't necessarily that they were going to be full-time servants of the community in terms of having a, you know some kind of a practical job that they had to do. 
Um, so, and, and still, it was considered a, a value, in fact, a mitzvah to support them. You know, society had to support these people. I mean, it could be that there were times that the people were resentful of the kind of Levium that they were being supported by society. Maybe they didn't consider them to be really, you know, super productive. But, you know, this was something that Yiddish guide considers to be important, to have such people av- uh, available and that there's a class that is involved in serving Hashem on a regular basis, that that is their job. Um, so one could say that in today's society where you have, you know, coiling a lot and people that are uh, uh, involved in, in, you know, various uh, functions of involving you know mitzvahs or kedusha or something like that that they could be considered to be uh, by some people they're definitely considered to be either not uh, necessary at all or certainly less necessary than people that are involved directly in the, in the function of the, of the of the society so this really um, uh, Opens the the question of what we call the the iker and the tuffel. In other words, what is the really the main thing, and what is something which is is subordinate and supporting that that um, function? Which is you know we have to decide on our values and decide what is the um, what is the tachlis? What is the purpose of our existence? Is our purpose simply to sustain our lifestyles or to sustain the society, just you know, to keep it going, to make sure that there are that all the basic functions are taken care of? Or is it for some kind of a higher purpose? So, you know, for example, in in secular society, I give an example of that, where something is considered to be valuable to keep alive simply because it benefits society in terms of a, a, a value as opposed to something that's really a practical uh, advantage. For example, classical music was always a, I myself have you know background in classical music. Um, it's it's. Um, was always something that was subsidized when necessary, and the government gave money for it, and maybe not so much now, um, but it, when there was money available, it's considered to be something that was worth supporting, even if it wasn't self-supporting, even if it was something that that, um, uh, that wasn't making that much money or it cost more to produce than it was bringing in. At the same time, it was considered by the society to be uh, an asset to the society it was considered to be something that that you know raised uh, the side to a higher level because culture and, and arts and that kind of thing was always held to be a, a, a cut above you know just the popular entertainment so the society was willing to support these kinds of things because they considered to be valuable to the society even if it wasn't functional in the sense of of uh, you know uh, something that you could see a practical you know uh, physical benefit from uh, because it was considered to be valuable so when we think about you know what are what what value what what benefits the culture it could be that there are things that that are more valuable to the culture by not being something which has a specific practical value. It's if 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 our lives as human beings, and we really have to, you know, we have to to face this. We have to really confront this this question: What makes our our lives worthwhile? Is our life worthwhile only because we're keeping the, the status quo going? We're taking 
care of our basic needs? Or, is, I mean, of course, that has to be, those things have to be taken care of as well. In Kemachim Toyota, you know, that kind of thing. You have to have a physical uh, basis on which to, you know, on, on which to uh, build the, uh, the core values. But the point is that, that it's a question which is which is serving which which is in the supportive role and which is in a role of being the point of it all so the point of our our living is to serve hashem that means in terms of the society itself it is really the institutions that are devoted to the service of hashem specifically that are the most important institutions. And all the other institutions that may be just in order to make a living, in order to make money, in order to make, you know, in order to, even though, you know, stuck is also, of course, important, and you have to keep, you know, you have to support the, the various uh, welfare institutions and everything else, which is also something which there were societies that didn't hold from that at all because they said, well, they're just, you know, you've got, you've got poor people are just uh, draining the society. They're, 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 uh, they're not productive, so they should be, you know, people in certain societies even went to, to the extent of euthanasia and things like that to, to, to actually destroy. I think the Romans were like that, that they just didn't, you know, they killed people who weren't productive. So it, it certainly, you know, dis, uh, disabled people, you know, people that were uh, handicapped or something like that. So this was always a question in society, you know, to what extent do we, I mean, on one hand you're talking about honor, but on the other uh, on the other hand, you're talking about the actual physical support of institutions which benefit the society by going for the tachlis as opposed to just the practical day-to-day. And, it was, and, and that is, is true in terms of our own values, in terms of what we consider in our own lives to be the ikker and the tuffle. Are we willing to sacrifice and are we willing to invest in things that are totally uh, matters of avoidance Hashem, is that the main value that we're willing to invest in those things and, and support those things and, and promote those things and spend our time on those things because that is really what makes everything worthwhile and was, was really the tachlis of our lives? Or you know, do we inevitably uh, spend most of our time and money and, and you know, effort in, uh, in just you know, either enjoying ourselves, you know, entertainment and recreation and, and all that kind of thing like the sex society, the secular society promotes. Uh, and, uh, you know, also having a nice car and having a nice, uh, having a nice house and having all the, you know, creature comforts and things like that. Is that the priority? That's like the main thing. And then uh, on the side, we also support, uh, uh, you know, Jewish things or we, you know, take a little bit of our time and uh, and put it, you know, towards what is the Shem in terms of davening and learning and things like that. But the question is that if we really have this this the the you know the priority straight if we really understand what's the acre and what's the tuffel then we would under, then we would try to maximize the amount of time and effort and money we put into things that are directly avoided, uh, involved with the Vodas Hashem. Now, the fact is that, you know, uh, from families do spend a lot of money, especially, you know, Chutzler, it's outside of Eretz Yisrael, uh, they spend probably a large part of the budget on education, which shows that they really do, you know, value that, that the fact that they're willing to put their money into that. 
Um, there is sometimes a problem with uh, spending time on limitoira. Um, you know, sometimes there is a tendency to put too much money, too much time rather, into panasa, you know, in order to make money because you need money to be able to support your, support your children and send them to, to, to yeshiva, which I'm not, I mean, of course you have to, you know, you have to have the money for those things. But on the other hand, you know, the, the way you spend your time, and especially when it comes to things like entertainment and things like that, where you're spending time that you could be putting into learning and instead putting them into side things, which are definitely not uh, an ikker at all. Um, these kinds of things are, 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 are subject to this type of, um, of uh, scrutiny and this kind of self-evaluation, uh, uh, self-analysis to decide, you know, are our priorities in the right place and do we indeed use things out for what, you know, what their real purpose is. For example, you know, we give uh, the alias to the Torah uh, to first to the coin and then to the lady and then to the Israel. So that the the the, the Elias is a, is a matter of covet. That's something that's something we're showing our you know who who do we honor more than anybody else? So of course you you know you honor the Talmud Chachamim also. But the point is the very fact that even today we give those primary honors to the coin and the levy also by benching and various things that we show our honor for those things is the Torah is showing us you know. You should take this seriously. You know, this is this is really where the honor goes. This is where the 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 the, the people, the highest uh, level or class of society, is those people that have been born into this class. Just like the royalty was born into into uh, royal families, it was it was passed on by yichus. You know, that the, the person had a, had a, was was part of royalty, and they were expected to also behave in such a way that you know that that, uh, that was appropriate to a member of the royal family. So in that sense, the Kohanim and Leviim are also a certain type of royalty. They're a certain type. They're born into a certain class which has responsibilities and uh, also is, is is given extra honor because that's considered what well, the honor is like. You know, a piece of the honor of Hashem, just that we honor Hashem. We honor those which, who are dedicated to uh, His service. So that's a um, you know that's that's what defines what our uh, values are as a society. So uh, this is just something that, you know, I'm not, not putting in a pitch for, you know, to support me or anything, but just that you should really consider, you know, where are we spending our time and our money and uh, how we can get that in line with the uh, true values.